caution. Your paradigm is about to shift at the intersection of fact and reason. You're entering Kingston Country. I'm Dan Kingston, and you're listening to the Dan Kingston Podcast. The growth of this podcast has been phenomenal, and it's thanks to you. I really appreciate it. If you could tell one or two people about the things you enjoy, it would really help spread the podcast. So here's a crazy story. Epstein, Jeff Epstein's estate, recently transferred $12 million to a bank that Jeff Epstein had set up in the Virgin Islands in 2014. Well, now the money is missing from the bank's assets. And so the question is, where did that go? Who benefited from that $12 million payment that Epstein's estate recently transferred to that Virgin Island bank that Jeff Epstein set up in 2014? Who did he set it up for? The specifics about the bank are pretty shady. So this bank was opened in 2014, like we're talking about. The name was Southern Country International. And the court documents show that the Virgin Island officials approved that bank license, even though Epstein, remember, was a convicted sex offender at the time. And so that's unusual. I guess sex offenders don't usually get approved licenses to operate international banks. I wonder why. Well, you know, it's known in banking circles. It's known in lots of circles that the Virgin Islands, a U.S. territory, uh, is not subject to the kind of oversight that's required of most banks, right? It's a U.S. territory. That's part of the appeal to why people set up corporations and banks over in those areas that are uh, beyond scrutiny in many respects. And the regulators there, I guess they didn't even engage in any oversight of Southern Country International because they said the bank looked inactive, again, according to court documents. So the bank really wasn't doing anything for years, just sitting there. That all changed in a big way when the inactive bank became very active with the transfer of the $12 million. And that just recently happened from Epstein's estate. Now, the money is gone. It's long gone. Two weeks later, the net worth of Southern Country International was under 500000 So that $12 million that was transferred, it's gone now. Where did it go? It looks like somebody received some kind of a, a major windfall from the Epstein estate, and they're able to accomplish that anonymously. So the question is, who would Epstein have set up this bank for? Was it set up for this purpose in case he dies and money could be transferred anonymously? And some names do come to mind. Of course, uh, Gislin Maxwell is reportedly on the run. Some uh, reports say she's in the U.S. Midwest, traveling from safe house to safe house, being protected by army, former army. Uh, soldiers, uh, or Navy SEALs, rather. And then conflicting reports that she's actually in Israel or the Middle East. You know, was she working for Mossad? Was she working for the CIA? If Epstein was, surely she was. Or could they have been working for both? The Mossad, which is Israel's CIA, is probably very closely connected to the CIA itself. The, the truth is, when you get caught, and I've said this before, it's like James Bond. 
you know, they don't, they pretend they had nothing to do with you and that's understood. So we'll never know. There'll be denials and she'll deny it forever because now she's caught. Epstein's caught. And when they get caught, you know, it's plausible deniability. The CIA does not stand by caught spies, right? That's just part of the job. You know, when you get caught, that's what's going to happen. Now, I'm not saying that if she, you know, just because she was a CIA informant or a CIA spy or, or Mossad or whatever, that doesn't excuse the horrible things that were happening. So, uh, and it also wants to, for me, it makes me want to take a closer look at the CIA. What kind of weird, evil stuff do they participate in in the name of national security or world security? You're going to help me podcast over here? My cat just jumped on the desk. He's going to help me podcast right now. Miko. So the mascot for the Dan Kingston podcast are my two cats, Miko and Lacey. And they're constantly interrupting the podcast, walking on the the desk and meowing. And you can hear them knocking things over. You can hear them meowing a lot of the time. Why don't I just lock them in another room? Because cats have rights. We call it cat rights in this household. And whenever the cats are abused in their mind, then either myself or my wife will yell out, cat rights, cat rights. Cats do have rights. And just like animals do, you know, you can go to prison. They'll lock you up for years for animal cruelty. And so that's why they get a feeding schedule on time and they're, trust me, they would report us to animal control or the authorities in their mind. They think animal control is, is looking out for them and that we're the bad guys. I'm sure of it. So he's sitting here thinking, you know, you better feed me on time and you better be a good uh, human to me or else I'll report you because of cat rights. This is Kingston Country. Okay, so now that she's on her own and you have that deniability and they say they never knew you, now she's going to run out of money and she needs money. She's um, like a royal socialite person and the royal family is probably going to cut her off completely. So was this payment sent to her? I don't know. I have no evidence to support that. I'm just looking at who might have been a recipient uh, from Epstein's perspective before he had died. Who did he, who is he close to? You have to look at Maxwell. Why isn't the FBI taking a closer look at Gislin Maxwell? It's such a weird name. Gislin sounds like I'm Gislin. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's very secretive. Nobody's talking about her. So you can't even learn how to pronounce her name because it's never talked about. And meanwhile, Epstein is dead. And so there's there's a lot of hush-hush what was really happening. And it's in a lot of people's interest to keep it that way, which is why I think uh, Maxwell is being protected. I do. I think she's being protected, not by the CIA, not by Mossad, but by very powerful people that might be implicated if she were to be questioned and and have to tell her story, of course, she'll come forward as a victim, right? Oh, boo-hoo, I was forced into this. 
I was a victim as much as those other girls were. Nobody's going to believe it, which is probably why she's not coming forward until she absolutely has no choice, and then she'll do her best to play that victim card. The question is, who is she protecting? Who's protecting her? What does she know? And you heard Cindy McCain saying, you know, we all knew about Epstein. Well, who? Who all knew? And who was the person that stopped investigations, that stopped more investigations? It sounds like Cindy McCain knows. And those same people, I'd argue, are the ones that would be protecting Maxwell. So we need to know. We need to find this out. Why are not more people demanding to figure this out? Many people didn't even know that Epstein didn't kill himself until we made that hashtag go viral, and it did. Now there's a conspiracy about who killed Epstein, but the next conspiracy is who's protecting Gislin Maxwell. We have to find that out if we're ever going to get to the bottom of this. Kingston Country. You've been listening to the Dan Kingston Podcast. Dan Kingston here asking you to do me a huge favor. Will you possibly rate the Dan Kingston podcast on Apple Podcasts? Each new rating, believe it or not, really does have a major impact on the way Apple's algorithm recommends content. With just one quick click, you can help promote citizen journalism and end the stranglehold of the mainstream media. Together, we're going to do this. Thank you. I really appreciate your support.